You are listening to the What's After Church podcast, providing support for those leaving church and sharing connection, resources, and strategy with those reimagining faith for the good of all creation. I'm Jason, and thanks for joining me today. If you're struggling with the church, what's the first step in leaving? I believe the first step in leaving your church is learning to say, not this. See, when I find something valuable and helpful, I typically latch on and do not let go. Loyalty is an excellent virtue for marriage and raising kids. We should be committed and have sticking power for the long haul, or inevitably the challenges of life will deter us. However, loyalty can be toxic, especially when it comes to faith and the spiritual journey. During my sophomore year of college, I connected with a religious organization that encourages rigorous commitment to daily Bible study, memorizing verses, prayer, and mentoring. As I engaged in this community, I experienced personal growth and developed amazing friendships. The disciplined approach to spirituality was challenging and fulfilling. Eventually, the structure stifled my energy and passion. What was once life-giving began to drain the vitality out of my body. I didn't realize I was in a new season and my old habits and practices didn't help. I had changed as a person, but my approach to self-care and spirituality had stayed the same. I was holding on tightly to the familiar, and what once worked was getting me nowhere. When I started seminary, I met a professor who shared a story of being in ministry and then experiencing burnout, and after that, finding new ways to engage in spirituality. As he shared his various practices that brought life to his current journey, I began to understand how different seasons call for different approaches. What worked in one season may not work in another. As life changes, we need the wisdom to understand our emerging needs. Through seminary, I found a more contemplative way of approaching spirituality and laid aside the regimen I had developed in college. My previous approach was not wrong. It was just not working, and I needed something new. Engaging in new experiences requires giving myself freedom and the permission to let go of the past and what previous mentors told me to do. I needed to experiment with new options and be willing to take what was working from one area and combine it with what worked in another area while throwing out all the things that didn't help. The same was true of my church experience. Being involved with church was a good journey, especially in the early years. In part, I am who I am today because of the experiences and the people I journeyed with for so many years through the church. However, there came a point when my experience of the church was not serving me well, and it was stifling my growth. I see an early milestone of discernment as the ability to say something is changing or stirring inside. It's the ability to recognize that things are not what they once were, and our desires are heading in a new direction. It is in no way a judgment on the past, but it understands that trajectory matters and is shifting. During the transition phase, we need to permit ourselves to say, I don't know what's next but it's not this. We required the step before, but it no longer is serving or fulfilling its purpose. We now look towards a better way for moving forward. The next step is not necessarily better. It's just the next step. We may be horrified by the person we were at a previous stage, 
but we must remember it is part of our evolution and what got us to today. We celebrate each step we have taken, but we do not hold them tightly, for each step is impermanent. We are continually changing, so we'll be at each stage for only a moment, and then it will be gone. If we cling too tightly to a step or a phase in our development, our progress becomes blocked. Instead of looking towards what new thing God is doing in our soul, we begin looking back and holding on to the past. When we demand that things stay the same, it hinders the discernment process. We cannot control the outcome. We can only work with discernment and be open to the Spirit's leading. As we are present to the process, allowing ourselves to embrace, not this, the next step begins to materialize. At first, it's hazy and mysterious at best. Slowly, we begin to make out the edges, and then we see how it fits. We must be willing to risk and move forward, for we will often not see the second step until we take the first. It is a relationship of trust, risk, and courage that propels us forward in the journey. And it begins by being able to say, I don't know what's next, but it's not this. Jesus once taught, he said to them, Therefore each teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. That was written in Matthew chapter 13, verse 52. One approach to faith or spiritual growth will not support your development for a lifetime. When you change, you'll need additional support. A healthy evolution transcends and includes the previous stages. It consists of the best from the past while embracing new and better reality. You do not need to abandon all things that have gone before. Look for the value in your past journey and release what is holding you back. Take the best of what you currently have and combine it with the best of what is to come. As Jesus said, a wise person brings out new and helpful things, keeps the old that are still treasures, and discards the rest. There is no value in nostalgia when it comes to your own self-care. So you need to be asking, is there a habit, activity, or practice that once served you well, but no longer is helping or life-giving? If you were to stop doing one thing, what would have the most significant impact on your life? Or if you were to add one thing, what would serve you well in this season? Is there a place where you need to say, I don't know what's next, but it's not this. Thank you for listening to the What's After Church podcast. I'd love to hear from you at whatsafterchurch.com. If you have not subscribed, please do so to stay up to date on new resources and connection opportunities. Until next time, may you experience more of what gives you life, and may you see the light in all people and reveal the light in you. Peace and love.